Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey everyone, welcome to the Kickstart podcast presented by ProTaper. Uh, I'm Don Maeda, joined by Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, Michael Antonovich on the phone. It is the Monday. No, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's the Tuesday after Redbud. We took today, we took yesterday off as a holiday because it was Independence Day observed. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't send a memo out though, you know, so like yeah. Chase is texting me yesterday from the <laughs> office. I had to chase a crackhead out of our office yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder why he's there. Maybe he's using the Wi-Fi yeah. or something. But And then it occurred to me, oh, then he texts me, are you coming in to do the podcast today? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like man, no one's here still. It's like noon. <laughs> Dude, it's observed Independence Day. So yeah. apologies for that, Chase. All good. But uh, yeah, so A-Ray, you're fresh back from Michigan. Anton, you drove home Saturday night, right? Yeah. yeah. Tough weekend. It's, it's quick. It's like five hours. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, quite a weekend, eh, boys? Oh my God! The the racing was really really good. The track was absolutely amazing. God, yeah, I that thought. place is so sick, dude. Yes, it was rougher than a cob, though, dude. <laughs> you come around, you come around the first practice and hit the rollers, and they're already like fucked. Really? Yeah, they're already. Did like, they not do a good job of grooming it, or is it just? No, no, it was just it's just rougher than a son of a bitch there. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was good in the morning, and then it just kept getting rougher and rougher and rougher. And by the time the second moto came around, it was gnarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, they did a really, really good job uh, prepping the track. Um, I think they – I don't know. It usually, at Redbud, it's super, super deep in, like, the pro section and stuff. It still was, but, I don't know. It, the prep they did for that race, it was perfect, I would say. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was – in spots, it was deep. In other spots, it wasn't. Kind of be had to be on your toes. Um, the turn was, before the leap look awkward look really awkward yeah yeah i yeah, mean usually usually lines and yeah they, they had like an inside line that was like co- sort of over but it pushed out wide and the outside no one really hit it other, unless you were hitting the leap but a lot of people weren't hitting the larocco's leap because it was so tough this year obviously i what, cased the what, shit out of it what made it so tough this year was it uh deep going up to it or did uh, they bring the turn in i think a little bit of it was the they brought the turn in a little bit but the face of the jump, it stayed pretty tacky all day, and it didn't get, like, super hard-packed. Mm. Usually whenever it's hard-packed, you know, it'll be a bit easier, but it stayed mm-hmm. pretty pretty tacky going up the, up to the lip. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people struggled with it. A lot of crashes, mm-hmm. um, a lot of blown-out wheels, yeah. Uh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it yeah. it's, funny, it's funny you say that about the traction, A-Ray, because Kenny said that it was, like, Velcro. Yeah. Like, he was going up, like, when he cased it that one good time, in the second moto, he's like, I was behind AP, and I couldn't let off. Like, the roost was bad, but I knew I'm on it. Like, I got to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I meant by super tacky. Like, it was sticky. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's So, does that bog your motor down? Um, not it necessarily, like- but but it it does mess with your run a bit whenever you do have a big jump like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, you'll notice if you go to, like, Elsinore State Fair, one, like, later in the day – the jumps will be a bit easier because it's more hard packed and you have a better run to the jump. You know, because what I, mean? I would think 100% traction would make it easier to do a jump. 
Yeah. Whereas hardback, you get wheel spin, right? Yeah, but, but the wheel spin, your engine revs up a little higher. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You're yeah. the pro. Yeah, but like whenever it's tacky, I feel like it does something with the bike to make it not go as fast as, mm-hmm. say, you have less roll speed whenever the track is tacky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the video of you casing the shit out of Larocco's Leap, was that practice or was it during a race? That was the second lap of practice. So we have a roll lap, and then yeah. the next lap I was just going to try it. You were just going to do it like first actual lap? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and first actual lap. Green, green flag goes, you have to do that shit. Because, I mean, we have 15 minutes, and oh. that's that's it. I mean, you know what I mean? So you, a lot of people were trying it second lap. I was like, well, screw it. You know, you got to grow some balls and do it. Yeah. So, so you go off the lip. And immediately, you, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, did you think you were making it? No, no, the there's no shot. I was, <laughs> dude, I'm like, ah, I'm like, this is not going to be fast enough. not going to be fast enough. I'm like, what? And then just, so I was like, you, oh, like, shit, the whole time. I'm like, oh, this is going to hurt so bad. Was it so one bad. bike length or like a three-quarters of bike length short? I, I, I don't even think I was close, dude. I you didn't even land like on t- uh, yeah. yeah, you were closer than Fortner. Like, I didn't even land on top. I was still like, yeah, I don't know. But I, I did end up bruising my palm. And, like, my hands, back. obviously, my, my wrists are trash. I mean, I got, you know, like, a cortisone shot afterwards. But, like, my hands and everything were just throbbing. Like, on the way home, on the flight home, my hands swelled up, like, pretty big. Because, mm. you know, my palm was bruised. You probably pu- yeah. bruised your palm. And I had to race like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it sucked. I blew out a wheel. And then I ride my bike. Like, <laughs> it was funny because it was like I was riding a freaking horse bareback on the way to the mechanics area. Because the yeah. wheel was so blown out. I was like, Rrr. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I fucked something up back there. So uh, they swapped wheels, and then I finished the lap, and then, you know, like to do like a fast lap. I'm doing my fast lap, and I get back up to the leap, my bike blows up. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah, so I didn't even get a time in the first practice, and I was stressing. Team swaps the engine um, pretty quick, able to make it out for the second practice, and uh, ended up putting in a good qualifying time yeah. enough to uh, make it to the motos, and then. Um, but whenever we swapped the engine, it was just like something was, uh, the, uh, radiator hose. Mm -hmm. It just got routed a little too close to the pipe and it sealed the, the hose shut. Oh no. The breathe hose. So all the antifreeze was popping back up. That's why I DNF the first moto. No one's fault. It was just, you know, it's a bad, it was just. Yeah. It's a fire drill too. Yeah. Luck of the draw, fire drill. Yeah. I mean, everyone's, yeah, the whole team worked their ass off all day, but I mean, Hey, yeah. My starts were a lot better, though, this weekend. I yeah. noticed that. Yes. They looked a lot better. Both starts inside the top 20. Nice. Yes, yes. Second moto, um, obviously, it's – I'm having – you guys know I'm having wrist issues. Mm-hmm. Um, are, so you, are you bracing yourself or are you just riding taped up? Oh, I'm just raw dogging it. No tape, nothing. No, I got a cortisone shot before the season. So, I mean, it's starting to wear off now. But, um, yeah, so uh, 15 minutes, 20 minutes in hand goes numb yeah and then it forces you know i'm trying to hang on tight so i got arm pump pumped up went backwards fell over <sighs> i don't know i was bummed i was on my way to points and then yeah just as soon as like as soon as i got arm pump i'm like shit dude uh-huh, i just yeah. kept going backwards going slower slower and i'm just like fuck okay so after lap two there's no more Loraco leap attempts right no no none it's Forgot about it. Where all, where uh, was that the theme for most of the privateers that weren't on works bikes? Uh, yeah, I mean for the most part. But dude, some of the guys, um, see Surratt, a couple of them, um, Cody Shock, they were making it easy, bombing it. Well, I don't know if about second moto, but first moto, 
there was a few of them that were just bombing it. Really? Easy. Yeah. But me, I just, I just, I didn't even come close. And I, heard, I, I th- yeah, I was like, whatever. I heard Varese was the only 250 to Which is crazy. On a 250F, I, I feel like that thing is a, like a 350. He was doing it during the race? It was a 350. Uh, I think he no, did it once in practice. Once in practice. Oh. Someone got a video of it. Well, he weighs like 120, right? I yeah. Guess, but still, dude. Yeah. Body. So, yeah, so did anyone on 250 do it? Just, just Varese. Fortner tried it. Yeah, that was... That was not even close. No, I wouldn't no. even close. His hand comes off when he lands. He tries to put it back on. Then yeah. he sees yeah. going over the bars. Fuck it. Dude, honestly, though, like, during the 450 racing, I don't think it was that much of an advantage. Like, when you saw AP and, and Ken battling and Ken would scrub and scrub, like, maybe well, a bike length, but it really it, wasn't that. AP passed a couple of people back. It's that. so sketchy. Whenever, like, someone doesn't jump in and you're jumping in, and you're like, oh, shit, like, where is he <laughs> landing? You never know. Like, it's so yeah. sketchy. Well, AP landed, like, on the side yeah. of the, the track that yeah. one time. Yeah. I don't know. My, my thing is everyone, like, stands there. Everyone, you know, wants to see that jump be made. All of that. Like, everyone jump it. It's, like, a cool thing. It's Loraco's Leap. It's Ad Redbud. Um, I would say make the track to where everyone can jump it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... It's called LaRocco's Leap because he did it on 125, right? Yeah. yeah. So how different was it back then? It must have been. Well, apparently he had to get a run like all the, the way fr- off the track from the fence. Oh, so he didn't do it during the race? No. no okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I guess that whole jump, they made it after, like, didn't you, I think, Don, you've heard the story that they made that jump because of one that Mike had at his house. And they're like, hey, that's badass. Let's make it here. Or he saw it and then made one at his house and something like that. Mm-hmm. But. Like, to everything that you guys have said, Breeze and Forkner tried it in practice. Forkner did his thumb in. You know, he, he was really, really sore after that happened. He was talking to me and um, a couple other people after that, and he's like, yeah, that, that really, really could have been bad. But then in that second 450 moto, aside from, like, AP and Ken sending it when they were in the middle of that battle, very few guys did it. Um especially because so many of you guys were just funneling into that one line. And it sounds like there was a lot of stuff, like you said, Alex, like the run was shorter, the landing was taller, the dirt was different. There was just a lot of things that prevented dudes from Yeah, a lot it. of variables, yeah. And, you know, it's been that way for the last couple of years, too. Like, yeah, there have been some big two-fit guys, especially the star dudes that hit it. It wasn't like everybody was sending it back then. Like, Gautier mm-hmm. did it, and I remember that caught everybody by surprise, but only a handful of Europeans did it then. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of hit and miss of, like, is it going to be big or not this year? It seemed like the whole run-in into that jump didn't go out as far. and then, Dude, the like landing little, is so tall, and it's peaky, that too. Little, yeah, and that speed check, Dude. like, little mound wasn't there, or it was different. Like, yeah. there was just a lot of stuff that made that whole section completely different this time. Yeah, that was the first time Hart Raft's ever jumped it. He's like, dude, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I can't believe they made it jump that big. Like, what the hell? Like, I don't get it. Because he's been on lights class, like, yeah. this Did whole he, time. Did he just do it during practice or did he do it during the race? I think he just did it in practice. <laughs> he said he seen me case it. He was like right behind me and he was just laughing the whole time. <laughs> so he didn't try it behind you? Uh, he no, later. he tried it like the next lap after me. But he he greased it. Dude, I wouldn't have tried it after seeing what you yeah, did. Yeah, right? And then there was that one guy, that gardener dude who cased it and his bike blew up like dude. at the landing. Yeah. It was like all psh. I think that's that what happened gnarly. to mine. Like I knocked something loose whenever I cased it so hard. Ay, ay, ay. So, when you blew out your wheel, what broke? Like, fucking ten spokes? Yeah. Wow. Did they break at the nipple or at the at the hub? Uh, I think at the nipple. Yeah, they broke at the nipple. 
and uh, the the wheel was just taco. It was yeah, like that. It was crazy. Dude. Yeah. Gnarly, gnarly, gnarly. Yeah, it was a tough day for me. Yeah. And by the time the second moto came around, a hell, I'd only done like 10 laps on the track. Yeah. <laughs> did you have another, did you have to run a stock wheel after that, or you had another? We had another wheel, one? yeah. You know, I mean, the the SGB team, you know, this is our second year. We, we've accumulated some parts, and, uh, you know, we got some we got some spare stuff now, which is which is awesome. Did like Rob that. Bell do it? Rob Bell did not do it all day. He didn't even try wow. it? No. Nope. I figured he'd try it whipped. Yeah, right. Well, usually he would, but yeah, I mean, there was really it was it was a tough one this year. For yeah. sure. I mean, I saw so many. I saw comments on Instagram the week leading up to it, Bogle and him saying, "Let's find each other sight lap." Well, yeah, but fans, yeah, you know, like uh, the jump was fucking hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, even the the table before it, that thing looked beefy. Dude, you guys were so high. That's off that. where Dino freaking yeah. killed himself right there. Okay, yeah. so in practice, that tabletop, Anton, I don't know if you walked over there at all, but there was ruts all the way across it, Oof. and people were dragging their foot pegs. That's how oh, Dino fuck. crashed. His feet drug up the face in those yeah. ruts, like they were Dude, gnarly. That was bad. And then too, he was ripping. He was intense. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. doing really good. Yeah. Yeah, a Ray, they refaced that jump a bunch of times like the dozer was on that oh, thing fix it through the day yeah Quite because dude it yeah. was like a sinkhole in the face of it mm. dude whenever my bike was seizing up i was trying to make it to the finish line so bad because i was like fuck i need a time i need it. a time i jumped that tabletop on the bike just fucking oh. oh dude it was so sketchy i was going through the rollers the thing was like i'm like fuck i gotta get to i gotta get a time like my bike was just blowing up like through the oh. rollers and shit i jumped that and then it seized on up uh going up the rock sleep that's why I was sitting there whenever that photo with AP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone DM that to me. Yeah. What's your, what's your boy doing? Well, I was what's pushing my bike doing? off the track. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. doing. Dude. It's and then bummer. pushing your bike off the track takes up so much the hill. energy. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. But it happens. <coughs> Does Cholo Mike run out and help you? No. Uh, they had a, I had one of the Cowie guys that was standing there. I had him radio to my mechanic and tell him that my ah. bike broke. So yeah. they were already at the truck, uh, had the spare engine out, ready to swap. So, But you had to good. push it all the way to the truck? No, no, they had mules and stuff ready with, uh, like, oh, a okay. wheel chalk, and yeah. we'd just ride through the pits. But your back tire would spin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Just checking. So, Anton, you went to the track on Friday. Was there amateur yeah. day going on, or was that on Sunday? Sunday. No, there was amateur day, too, and mm. that was kind of the first indication that I had of, like, how's this track going to be prepped? Like, yeah. are, we going, are we going super deep and soft again? Are they going to smooth and, and follow the trend that we've been seeing lately like what's it going to be because in looking at the track on friday like anybody that's been red bud knows i mean it's it, it's pretty like soft i would even go as far yeah. as saying like that whole top layer is just sand you mm -hmm. know there's I, I live five hours away big terrain difference but we have nothing like that down here compared up there like that's that's almost pure sand compared to anything here mm -hmm. um and then looking at it i'm like ooh, this this is going to be pretty pretty rough tomorrow and i watched them prep it and it looked like they ripped it pretty deep uh in certain spots but then like to what alex said there were other spots that were the traditional like michigan hard pack like up at the top mm -hmm. near that downhill ski jump around the start area uh the finish line stuff like that was a little bit firm but um if you race there last or the last two years you run a paddle tire all day mm -hmm. no yeah. questions asked paddle tire mm -hmm. this year it was like, okay, do you run a paddle tire or do you want a regular tire? You, you don't know because you have those deep spots and you have those, like he said, Michigan hard pack stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why you see me in the first, uh, off the start, the second, or the first moto, I had a paddle tire on and I hit one of them slick spots and 
complete 180. Oh, Same yeah. as what Justin Cooper yeah, did yeah. Um, that first over lap the finish, over yeah. the finish. Yeah. yeah. Those were the two yeah. slick spots, and I'll be darned if we, both of us did a freaking 360. Yeah, a lot of guys almost lost it right there before the finish, too. Yeah, it's always pretty slick right there. And kinda mm-hmm. niche. And yeah. It seemed like most guys opted for the paddle all day, too. Yeah, I know Hart like, ran it all day. Towards the 450, it was like last 450 moto was a little bit more split up, but mm-hmm. all morning through the first motos, I would say predominant tire 95% was, was a paddle for everybody. Yeah. Anton, did they run the leap on amateur day? Uh, they run the leap, but then they don't do that up like that that dirt sand, which they started calling the BBC, which was hilarious. I every time that they said it over the BBC. intercom, like you know, the, big black cock, the big black cock, they started calling that dark black section in the middle of the valley that yeah. hilarious shit. So they'll send <laughs> Rob Bidas just through. they're going through the BBC. <laughs> hilarious, dude! I was laughing the whole day. So Holy they'll send shit. guys through that, but then they don't send them up that big uphill triple mm-hmm. that's after that section. But they, they just, do the leap and everything. Do you, I guess did the any leap is uh, like, like A or B guys do the leap on amateur day? Because I, I would imagine it wasn't ripped as deep, right? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I didn't. Mm-hmm. See I'm sure any somebody would have tried it, crashed yeah. their brains out. <laughs> but Jeez. yeah, because I'm sure that it was like they, if they knew it was going to be that brutal for the pro guys, I'm sure that there was really nobody trying to make that thing happen mm-hmm. on amateur day yeah hmm right crazy on. so uh rj hampshire was ripping i know that dude. yeah holy cow dude Fly. he that looks motivated he looks like he rides on the edge all the time yeah right yeah he tipped like over a couple of times i mean yeah 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 i mean dude he's he was ripping. Out, out for revenge after first moto last time yeah yeah, yeah that's a bummer so I want to know, like, you know, Jalik wins his first national last round. Mm-hmm. It's on a high, but then, you know, obviously it's an off weekend. Yeah. But, like, I was expecting to see him run in the top five. Yeah, he had some problems. Like, I think he put on Instagram cra- crashes and just a bunch of mishaps throughout the day. So, uh-huh. yeah, that was, that was a bummer. I was kind of surprised to see him that far back, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, RJ was just on a mission. Mm-hmm. Were you guys – uh? I thought I thought the Lawrence brothers would be a little little faster there. Like they I mean, even dude, they were ripping, but they just I mean they just didn't really put themselves in very good positions. Yeah. Um, I think Jet Jet was good first moto. Yeah, Jet was good. But then that second moto, he came from like all the way last up mm-hmm. to sixth. Was, sixth? Dude, yeah. That's yeah. that's crazy. I mean, for him to come up to sixth with the field, you know, the two fifty class is gnarly. Yeah. yeah, they have a lot of depth in that class. How, and for how him far to, did Jay Coop come after his? I don't know. He he only fell back to like sixth or seventh. Though. Yeah, he only really? he got yeah. he From got that. up on his bike like right in front of a bunch of guys. He mm-hmm. didn't no, no f's given. Just got on the bike and went. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing. So first moto for Jet. Um, him and Hunter both were making comments that like they just weren't happy with the bike setup that they had, mm-hmm. and that they felt like oh. pretty much through that whole first moto. And then they got better bike set up in the second moto, but then just bad circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't seem like Hunter was up in the thick of things in the start. And then Jet had that crash. And where he crashed is, like, one of the more tricky sections of that track because it's, like, an uphill, kind of steep, sandier section, and it's really rough and cupped out. Yeah, it sucks. So for him to have to jump back on the bike there, completely remount after getting passed by everybody yeah. and then he said it was it was tough because he would pass somebody and then he would see how big the gap was to the next guy and then it would just take a while to get to the next person and it only got worse the further up the pack he moved. 
Yeah. Um, but he knew, like, hey, I have to. He had to go do that for the championship. Like, there was no. I could get tenth here in cruise. Like, he knew he had to go because he knew Cooper was out front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that that hill that Jet went down on. Can you imagine if he was on a Suzuki or had to kick that thing? Oh. He had to roll down the hill. There's no way he's gonna be able Bump to get started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Suzuki, how'd Schwartz do? Ah, uh, so-so. Not 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 yeah, the so-so. not the best. I think he had an issue in one moto. Yeah. Like, he scored way, way down in one moto. Yeah. Um, but he looked good. Like, he's looked good, you know, mm-hmm. he, riding and all that stuff. He's he's in there with those guys. Yeah, uh, he was right around. First him. moto, him and Kitchen were getting yep. into it. That was a good battle. He, he, he was holding his own against everybody. Yeah. yeah. All right, Anton, how did Kitchen look? I mean, I know the scores, he was. He I was think he had in. a couple tip-overs in the second well, moto. Wasn't he he's better than top 10 overall or 11th or something? Uh, he did ninth in the first moto. He got, yeah. he looked good. I mean, he looked about where it wasn't like, you know what I mean? People after that they've had around Eli from Loretta's to now, mm-hmm. uh, Loretta's of last year to now. It's like, oh my god, this kid's gonna come out and battle with Jet. But I don't think that that was like their intent. Yeah. Just let him get some gate drops in. He did really well. He he didn't seem to have like the sketchy moments or seemed overwhelmed or anything. He adapted quite quite well to what it was mm-hmm. but he just was never part of the lead group which i think is okay because hell he could have been laying up a little bit for all we know because mm-hmm. what those top guys one or two amateur pro races before going back to loretta's like yeah you don't want to throw too many red flags on yourself yeah true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that so we called him for the uh o'neill National MX update and talked to him last week, and yeah, he confirmed that he does have to go do Loretta still. Mm-hmm. How many outdoors does he get to do? Like, can he do everything right after? I think it, I think it's just this, and then he's doing Loretta. Oh, okay. Is he racing next the next round, Anton? No, but I guess Romano was in. Oh wow! Like Romano posted that he's Southwick getting ready for Southwick or something. So I, I don't know. I got to find out about that. Is he a, he's B class yeah, though. Yeah, he's yeah? B. Yeah. Yeah. I think so that maybe he was just riding at a sand track. I don't. I saw Southwick ready. And I was yeah. like, what? You know, so, you know. <laughs> well, he's kind of a shit talker. Uh, maybe he's just yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is it for him. They can score, I want to say it's like 25 or something outdoor championship points before mm-hmm. they go over the Um. So he, he could potentially do more with, with what is coming up. I mean, we're within the last month of it right now. No mm-hmm. point in risking all that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he's going to be the most dominant guy down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, from the way things are going. How about how badass J-Mart is? Dude, I mean, he's got a blown out shoulder. Finger? He's got blown out shoulder, a broken navicular, and two broken fingers, right? Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. he get fifth or fourth overall? Yeah, like fifth. Fifth overall. Fourth, fifth overall. Yeah. Third in the second moto. Dude, like, that is crazy. I mean, the amount of pain that he's probably riding yeah. through, it's yeah. it's nuts. He's just a freaking animal. Yeah. yeah. Like, I am, I'm just blown away that he can even ride a, a dirt bike. But at the same time, like, I get he's saying he's riding for a ride. Yeah. I don't see why Star wouldn't sign him. He's done great every race he's lined up for with them. I just, it it worries me. Like, don't you guys think he races this entire series and he'll go into the 2022 Supercross season a little hurt? Like, there's no way he's not going to take time off and try and get some of these things fixed after the outdoors, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know in navicular it'll take, I mean, it could take anywhere from two to three months to yeah. heal. You know, because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what I got to do. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so. Still. Okay, so he posted uh, some photos. 
some mm-hmm. of Anton's photos and said like there was a lot of keyboard warriors yeah. saying I shouldn't have been racing. Like where 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 was that at? I didn't. I don't know. Probably on vital. On where oh, everything maybe, is. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, dude? What they don't understand is the dire situation he's in. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. he's you know we've spoken plenty on the phone. He says hey dude, there's like I've got to like earn a ride back with Star next year, prove mm-hmm. my worth, because. The, the strategy of winning the title and getting good 450 rides out the window. Yeah. And he's not going to get a 450 ride that's worth anything. Yeah. Like he named us, named some options he had, like free rides, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, ride for free with some bonuses or whatever. But, like, a guy of that caliber is not going to do that. No, no. So. Um, you might as well just go work in a dealership or something. Yeah. I mean, shit, dude. As he's done. But, yeah. you know, super huge props to J-Mart. I think he's... He's tough. Dude, right? he's got a sack of cojones on him, eh? Yeah. yeah. Tough. And you know what's uh, super impressive, too? I mean, Don, you saw. He, he reached out to you to find out what to do for that wrist. Yeah. The wrist brace. You know, everybody, everybody's no wrist brace last weekend. He just had that thing super taped up. Really? Jeez, dude. Yeah. What? Dude. Now, I can agree with that because I tried to wear a wrist brace with my wrist, and mm-hmm. sometimes, like, the way it just fits on you and you can't. It kind of restricts you more yeah. than tape does. Really? Yeah. I had so a buddy who said it bothered him because he tried doing it and he had a bad wrist and mm-hmm. he had like a bone spur and he can't do it because it, it just bothers him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm the same way. I'd rather just tape. When you tape a joint like that, isn't it loose by the end of the moto? The tape has to loosen up a little mm, bit. It it does. Yeah, but I mean the only thing that it would really really affect it depending on the the type of tape or whatever how tight it is would be like arm pump or like you know tingliness or numbing uh, stuff like that but uh i mean kt tape it usually stays in there pretty good because i mean you think like if it's taped up you still have your your glove on yeah that stuff's super stretchy yeah Uh, it didn't look like kt tape it It could be either kt tape or medical tape it doesn't it it was just that white medical tape brown medical tape yeah well we're gonna have to give jmr a call this week yeah see what the status is i'm sure he's pleased with what he did He's yeah. got to be, right? Yeah, I mean, dude. All those injuries he's got, and he comes out and, and waxes. Mm-hmm. Half the yeah. field? Yeah. More, More than, than half the field. Yeah, yeah he is top five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, 450 class. Uh, I, dude, how are you How are you not the biggest AP fan? If you, if, if <laughs> I know, anyone, right? If, if, if there's anyone who just doesn't like AP, they're either un-American or just weird. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? crazy he's the fan favorite and this weekend i honestly thought that he was going to get tomac for a bit dude i mm-hmm. did too right yeah dude the yeah, first 25 minutes far. of the motos he was amazing amazing yeah Nuts. and then <laughs> i like how he just wears the uh that flag shirt on yeah. the podium yeah. Like, yeah i'm like yeah that's that's ap for you right? yeah I he wore it on the sight lap too did he yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. anything to get out of that thor gear that thor gear was rough the brown pants? Yeah, yeah the Hallman. <laughs> it's Hallman, not Thor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, cool. the brown pants were a little. Oh, was that, brought, was that made to look like old leather, brown I think leather? So. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like it's the Hallman collection. Yeah, it's their older style stuff, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'll be honest, I like that gear. If you put a Fast House logo on that stuff and said that was the 2022 Day in the Dirt shit, <laughs> people would just be pounding off uh, thinking it was the coolest stuff ever. Yeah. yeah. I'd agree From with the that. Right click, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. That, that, that just plain look, that's some fast house looking gear. I remember whenever I was on HEP, we wore the, the Thor or the Holman 
collection stuff. It was mm-hmm. some of my favorite stuff. The all black with just like yeah, the bl- yeah. white stripes. That was good. Yeah. I liked that. I don't know. I wasn't too fond of like the brown, but I liked the all black. But yeah. you can't wear all black in summertime. Yeah. Yeah, true. When you get scrub day that gear and it look like he's riding with no pants. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But freaking, what about Kenny's case on the freaking? Oh, my dude. God. Yeah, holy cow. It did, now, Anton, were you over there whenever he crashed? Um, I forgot which moto it was, moto one or second moto two. Moto, second, second moto. moto yeah. Was that because of him casing the leap, or was that something no. else? He so just it was two different, two different incidents. So Kenny's whole thing, like, I was watching that. He was going for it. Like, he was doing everything he could, running a very fast pace. He, he had the fastest lap of 450 moto two of anybody. Wow. Um, just was in the thick of that battle. Kept going for the leap a couple times when it really looked clear like he wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Cased it that one good one, cased it a couple other times. Uh, he said, though, that the big crashes, he just stuck the front. And yeah, it was very easy to do that. Here. There were some corners that we went into that were were, were pretty deep, and it could it could swallow you up really, really quick. Mm. Mm. I'll say this. When I was watching Ken do the leap, though, kind of unnecessary like we we said was it faster was it not faster him and ap were going for it right and when they were in that battle and when they did it behind each other it looked like there was somebody in front of them and i was like whoa it's kind of like i don't know if it is that much faster yeah yeah um i started to think like does dylan have him in this situation where he's going to start riding a little over his head head, maybe because this is like what has happened in the past. Like, if you look at that Oakland crash a couple years ago where he faced that triple, mm-hmm. you know, like, he does stuff that he he goes for it when he when it really shouldn't do it. Yep. But he's like, yeah, the, the second one, like, I just stuck the front end and that was it. And he was all good. Like, how fast he popped up, surprisingly, it didn't tweak the bike up too much or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He jumped back in. Uh, he was with Marvin there for a little bit, but just said he never got back into a flow to catch up to those guys. Mm-hmm. And I believe it because Eli was going so fast and AP was hauling and Ferrandis, especially there in those last 10 minutes was on it. Like it would be almost impossible to hit the deck that hard, jump up and then catch them again. Like you're not going to be able to do that. No. Marvin, Marvin DNF the the first moto. Uh, Wheel. Yeah. He was going double single on the the leap and he he smacked down and too little too far. Yeah. Broke the front wheel. Wow. That's how gnarly the, the, the landing was that big. Yeah. You break yeah. a wheel going double single. Yeah. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Who does Ken Roxon? Jay Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, Mitch Evans, and four-time world champion Tim Geyser turned to for power. Yoshimura, since 1954. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. 
Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-shirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed on more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust Inspect Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. So what do you guys think? Is there any chance of uh, Dylan taking every overall from here on out? Mm, I don't mm, know no. about every. No, I would say I would say AP, AP gets an overall by the end yeah. of the season. Yeah. Dude, how nuts are the fans going to go for that? Dude. Dude. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. Hopefully it's, a, hopefully it's a, like somewhere – like close to his home where he has yeah, a lot of fans, like totally. Iron Man or, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Maybe even Millville. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, he would be good at Millville. Um, so who knows? We'll see. Do you think do – you, wait, Cooper didn't – was it last year, year before last, he went 1-1 at Millville? At Millville in, in 19. In 19. Do, do we out see of that? Nowhere. Yeah, do we see that out of Coop again? I don't know, dude. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know because he's like – he's trying. Like he's yeah. really, really trying, and KTM has some new parts on the mm-hmm. front end of their factory bikes on the two four fifties that no other European bike has. Uh, it's the lower mount on the triple clamp, yeah. mm-hmm. um, 
everybody else is still running that split X-Trig style, but this one looks like it's a hybrid between that and a more traditional solid mount. Yeah. So it seems like they're still trying to like hone in on the setup. They're trying to stiffen um, it up. I, and I'm I'm honestly worried now because I had heard in this break from some guys at KTM that they found something. Mm. And for I know they're trying to stiffen up that front end, but when I hear they found something, you know, I was thinking, oh, okay, they'll be up there more, but kind of the same stuff this weekend. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. We'll it doesn't seem, I'll say this, it doesn't seem like Cooper is freaking out, though. Like, he knows it's, like, mission accomplished from winning that Supercross championship. Yeah. And then I went to his little kickback thing on Friday night at the track. That was awesome, you know, just to see him interacting with fans. It, it's a bunch of people that he's never met before that were able to just hang out and talk to him like they've known him their whole lives. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. So neat to see him engage in that. And he was trying, you know, he was, he, if you look at the qualifying times, he was pretty good in qualifying too. So it's, yeah. it's there. He just hasn't put it all the way together yet. Yeah. Uh, and then for Marvin, like you said, a Ray blew out that wheel mm-hmm. was up towards the front again. And the second moto, all that stuff was good, but it's just, if you're not with those top three guys at the very start of the race, you're not going to do it. Yeah, like, it's hard to stay there. They're going from it from the minute the gate drops, and if you have one bad lap, it's over. You're not catching back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, what is the latest on the AP uh, KTM Yamaha thing? Uh, it still seems weekend? like it, it's, up, it's completely up in the air. Like, it doesn't even seem like anybody knows. Uh, KTM <laughs> says that they're working on it. Yamaha says they're working on it. And Aaron's just kind of seems like he's just waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm, it sounds like he signed a letter of an intent. Like yep. I've heard this multiple times. I've had some people tell me this too. I mean, other than me seeing the letter for myself, sounds like no. He did I think that. I think I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but then as time's gone on, Yamaha is up their offer. But then it seems like he's, you know, he doesn't want to leave either. I don't, I don't now think that they figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, I think it had it had to do with maybe like uh, like riding plans with with uh, with Coop or something like that. I don't really know like the whole logistics of it, but it's like the reins have been pulled in and tightened up a little bit at KTM strictly. I think because of you know the guys getting beat. So yeah. um, I don't really know how it's going to work out, but uh, yeah, that's that's just from what I've heard. But yeah. I hear there's a lot of stuff like in the works that aren't set in stone yet. You know, like the yeah. whole, like everything's like sort of being moved around again, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other big thing, kind of the the biggest factor into all of this that American motocross fans will, probably won't be aware of, KTM is spending a ton of money to get in MotoGP, and it's working. You know, they're they're doing really really well. They've won races over there. They've made huge steps forward. Well, that amount of money that's getting allotted to that is coming from other places. So it sounds mm. like maybe some cutbacks and things are going to happen. In other spots, um, and yeah, they want they want a little bit more control. So it's not, hey, we did good in Supercross, but then it drops off here, or we did this good here, but then now we're we're lacking in other areas. Yeah. Uh, if the AP thing doesn't happen, though, I would be pretty confident that Savachi ends up in that spot that he was going to get. Wow. Mm. Okay. So like did, not a done deal for sure, but it sounds like hey, you know, does that have that ups if it doesn't? I don't. So Mar- is I Marv bumping Mar- out? Or? I thought Marv was good, but I heard last week that he's still no contract. Like he's still hmm. in between even retiring next year or what? Because I heard he was done after this year last week. Hmm. Wow. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it, everything's like sort of moving around. It's going to be one of those crazy years. There's a lot of silly yeah. season stuff, you know, that I'm hearing. It's like it's. Like, I feel like it changes every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You I thought like something was done, and then all of a sudden, boom, something else yeah. pops up. And you're like, and oh s- shit. Especially with this Aaron thing, I feel like last year we were doing the same conversations with Barsha and the oh, whole yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. But I think the only big difference this year is Stars changed that bike and. Aaron's doing good on it. Yeah. yeah. So now you got that whole factor of, well, does he really want to leave this bike, you know, mm-hmm. now? And then so. it's the same, from what I've been told, mm-hmm. it's the same basic package with some tweaks. It's not mm-hmm. the all new yeah. bike that we we're yeah. expecting or hoping for, you know. Whereas the orange guys are going to be something on something completely new come 2022 yeah. Supercross. So. Yeah. I mean, um, that's always right like on. a, that's always a, Thing for guys to consider, right? Yeah. Uh, beyond a bike, I'm used to. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't have to start all over. Like when you switched from Suzuki to Cowie, there was an adjustment period for there. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, t- it took me a little bit to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how the Suzuki was more a little bit more compact. It was really good at cornering to where, like, like what you said, like the Cowie, it's it's big, big, mm-hmm. it's like a boat, stable, yeah. big stable boat. You With know, a hydraulic clutch. With a hi- I broke my clutch lever today. Ooh. I was out in freaking Hemet in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it looked like you're in hell. Yeah, I was in hell. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I broke my clutch lever. I was pissed. You were saying something, Anton? Uh, I would say I agree with you guys on the whole. Why would you want to change bikes? Uh, if especially if you already know something is really, really good and you're going to jump to something completely different. The other thing to think about in AP's circumstance, he's already had two kind of throwaway years of his 450 career. Does he mm-hmm. want to waste any more time? Yeah. So. Yeah. All that stuff there. but And then to A-Ray's point, there is a lot of pieces of the puzzle that have to all be figured out. You know, mechanics yeah. have to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, there's a know, lot of mechanics that don't want to go to Florida. <laughs> yeah, there's that, a lot of so already gnarly, gone. To think about, like, being a professional mechanic, right? Yeah. Like, A, it's stressful. You change contract to contract. Like, your, your job's pretty much year to year. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're one of the dudes, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, things like this logistics oh yeah like how how unsafe is it to buy a house i mean uh, i don't know it's a it's a lot to ask for for a mechanic because i mean the mechanics what do you what do you think they're making anywhere from 50 to 80 yeah you know like around depends on the team depends on the team yeah 50 80 100 maybe even less you never know yeah or more but it's a lot of ask for a mechanic to just like hey the whole team's going to Florida. Pack your shit. Yeah. Go to Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rent somewhere. Like, I mean, they're like, uh, I mean, some of these guys, they have leases. They have, mm-hmm. you know, bills. Rentals with people that aren't families. Yeah, yeah, families. Like, it, the whole the whole thing. It's like, holy shit. I mean, and it's. Yeah, dude. It, it came upon the guys pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And now, all the freaking star guys are crushing it. Like, AP, Ferrandis, um, you know, Christian, everyone. And then now. They're all having to go to Florida two months sooner than what they were supposed yeah. to. They were all supposed to go, what, September, September October? and they're already out there. Yeah. They're already there, yeah. Everyone but Christian and J-Mart pretty much is there right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like you said, too, think about all the logistics. If you have a wife or a girlfriend and she's got a full-time job, is mm-hmm. she going to quit her job out of nowhere so you can go be dirt bike mechanic out the You know, like, it's a lot. And there are a lot of guys that are trying to get that stuff figured out. Not only that, for everybody from Star to move to Florida, the whole operation's got to go. Yeah, they, they're building Ricky's place up pretty much from the ground up now. They have a huge amount of 
of work ahead of them, oh, yeah. and then to add in all the guys that they're adding, like, props I mean, to them for taking this much on and, and not having any issue thus far, because, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, that is such an mm-hmm. undertaking, and they've, they've handled it so well. And I think a lot of us even were like, hmm, is this possible? Is this a little bit too ambitious? But they're killing it. Yeah, there's so much stuff that sort of goes into it. I know Yamaha, they do have a new facility there in, I think, Georgia. Am I right, Anton? Yeah. In Atlanta? Yeah, it's just outside Atlanta. Yeah, but I mean, Yamaha's race shop is yeah. is in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Yeah. You got to think, all these guys, they're riding two, three, four times a week. The guys that are racing are only riding two times a week. You got to think, they're going through tires, mm-hmm. clutches, mm-hmm. their bikes are timing out. You know, you got to ship all that stuff Dude, the from Cyprus. the shipping bike thing. Yeah. yeah. Shipping the motor thing. Burly. And that's Dude, like right? two weeks ago. I didn't even think about this. And then when I heard that they were loading the semi-truck up last week and taking part of the shop over there. Yeah. These guys had to do that all while they're trying to rotate motors in and out and yeah. build motors out. Like, And you ugh. think at Redbud they had nine guys. Yeah. yeah, and to fit all that <laughs> on top of all the other shit that they got to take out of the out of like Cyprus or, or wherever the race shop is and put it in the semi. That semi, dude, if it went through a freaking weight check, holy, fuck. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Wow, yeah. it's just so much of that stuff that goes into that. Yeah, it's crazy. I I'd hate to see the freaking shipping labels and bills and all that shit that they got to go through right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Anton, nuts. was was Wilbur at Redbud with Gas Gas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he first was. race team shirt had it all um and then yeah and then seth was full you know fully into his position with star mm-hmm. wow yeah anyone else there with star yet or no what was that was there anyone else there with star yet or no no um it just seemed kind of like other guys were all in you know like if you're a staffer it was all hands on deck to get everything going okay um you know from from building to tear down to maintenance like I think every star employee minus one or two was on hand on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing. There's already, I know of at least one, I've heard two mechanics are already gone mm-hmm. in the yeah. last week. I just left. Yeah. Yeah. I know Mickelson, um, he's, he's not going to be working at star anymore. He mm-hmm. was Romano's guy. He was like sort of like the amateur. He looked after the amateurs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where he's going. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if anyone else, but, uh, I know Derek Christian's mechanic. He's going to be going to Florida within the next couple of weeks. Like it's pretty soon. Jeez. Wow! Because he called me. He's like, "Hey, dude, I got Corey Taylor tickets in Las Vegas. Uh, <laughs> does anyone need these? You know what I mean?" So I was like, "Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be in Vegas anytime soon. So uh, you're going to have to find someone else for that." But Mathis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Mathis, he's not really into like the whole like metal. He's into he's into like Van Hagar. Mm. Le big, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, what else, guys? What did you do this weekend? What did I do? Did you go to Summit? You said you went to Summit yesterday, yeah? Yeah, I went to Summit. How's that? It was fun. I ate shit though. <laughs> I seen somebody on uh, Matias' Instagram story. <laughs> that went over the oh bars. my god, he crashed his brains out. Yeah, oh. I guess that guy is a professional ballroom dancer. Well, okay. So his balls were in his throat. Yeah, he's a professional ballroom <laughs> dancer, and so is his wife. Mm-hmm. But he's buddies with Matias. Matias said, "I'll take you up there." And the guy seat bounced that jump and went over the bar. So oh he was God. indoing, but he but cased it with his front wheel, and it and it looked like he just he grabbed his, the brakes. He hit his front brake. Yeah. Oh my oh. God. Ass over tea kettle. I guess he's jacked up, and he drove six hours straight back to San Francisco. Oh. 
Oh, speaking Ooh. of Mattia, I need to give you back that that light speed um, disc, disc cover. Yeah. Doesn't fit your bike. No, I did. It didn't fit with the the front brake. Ah. Yeah. Kay. Bummer. Hey, yeah. are we going to see you in 2022 next week? Because the entire line's on BGO Sports and everything already. Uh, we'll have to talk with Mark about that. I don't know, but um, yeah. Just, you know what's crazy is we just. I just got gear for Pat Foster for our 2022 KTM 450 test Thursday. Yeah. And I said, hey, I need gear for Pat. And he goes, oh, I can't give you 22 stuff yet unless what? it's Element. So he sent me Element gear for Pat. Mm -hmm. I haven't opened it yet, but I'm really hoping it's the cartoon stuff with the, <laughs> the yeah. palms. The with best the seller. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, if it's already on BTS That's Sports. Weird. Um, well, I mean, O'Neill is honestly, we're freaking crushing it right now. Okay. Over at O'Neill. That sold out of RDX 2.2 boots. Sold well, out. Oh, you're, you're going through that's so many. That's you and the Kickstarter no. podcast. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, like, people just love them. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, like, once you get into the O'Neill RDX 2.2s, you will not go back to anything else. Hmm. They are that good. Unless you forget your boots at Glen Helen. <laughs> that's a, you that's need a an influencer bit, code. That's a little bit different. Yeah, what's the A-Ray influencer code for the RDX? Well, you know, you just get on uh, btosports.com and you just buy them. <laughs> but you got to wait now because they're sold out. Yeah. The red boots. The red ones. See, my man over here, he, Chase, he hates the red boots for some reason. I don't like the red boots. I yeah. love the it's red boots. It's not the O'Neill part. I just, I've never been a fan of red boots, to be honest. What about when Mookie wears them? What about well, my yeah, red that's boots different. I wore the other day? Not a huge fan of those. O'Neill has a new ones? color. No, yeah, I'm not a big. The all red Garnets are okay sometimes, but I've just never liked all red boots. Hmm. O'Neill RDX 2.2 boots. We will have a new color here That's in 2022. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Gray? Yes, they are. Yeah. It's going to be sick. Can't wait. All right. Well, the A-Ray uh, <laughs> lip, lip flapping about <laughs> the boot is getting a little thick, so we're going <laughs> to wrap up this podcast here. Uh, whoa, whoa, do you want Motocross and Nations talk? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, got yeah, the exclusive yeah. on this. Oh, geez. We I've been forgot. talking to everybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so they're going. Yeah. Uh, Mike Pelletier from the AMA was there discussing with teams who is interested in going, who is not. Uh, yeah, I don't believe Cowie will be going at all. Shocker. Um, yeah, they don't, A, they don't support it in the first place. Like, they don't and see it as some, as worth their time. But then it sounds like Adam's going to have to have another surgery when the season gets over to move that nerve mm -hmm. that keeps getting pinched. So he's out. Uh, Osborne. I know a lot of people had him like, oh, send Zach. That's bad. The race is September 26th. He's not allowed to ride the bike per his doctor until October 1st. Oh. So he's out. Um, who knows what will happen with Eli? Like, does he get out of this contract sooner or not? I think personally it would be cool if Monster just coughed up a bunch of money and was like, hey, please, whatever it takes for you to come on any kind of bike, like come Dude, do this that'd race. that'd be sick. Especially because, like, it's in the middle of the MXGP season. Yeah. So it's going to need a little bit of star power. Like, who who would be surprised if some of the European teams didn't get to go? Australia is already kind of in a predicament where anybody from Australia that would try to travel to Europe, once they get back to Australia, currently they would quarantine, have to have a two-week two quarantine. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of people that you lose in that regard. Mitch Evans is out because of a wrist injury. So you could send they could send both Lawrence Brothers and Jed Beaton. But for Team USA, it's like, well, who do we send? And mm. then, then you start kind of all of this silly season stuff then takes effect here now, too, because AP, you know, where does he go? Oh, crap. If he is staying with Yamaha, 
Yamaha's stars in the middle of their big move. Are they going to want to send everything over there? Wow. Um, I mean, will, will Anderson be um, no, ready to go? Not yet. Yeah, so it sounds like he's going to be back uh, on the bike for Unadilla. Hmm. Um, so he he's a good option. I think that he would like a little bit of Husky. He's team. going to Cali, though. Mm. Be under his Husky point because yeah. oh, okay. during those last few days of September, um, okay. Cooper Webb. I know a lot of people are like, "Yeah, he sucks right now," but he's riding okay. He, he like to do well at donations. Barsha is always good at donations, yeah. and Mantova is a sand track. Ooh, oh yeah, uh, send him, send Barsha. <laughs> yeah, and Stamp then um, there, and then you start looking at the 250 guys, and you kind of run into that same predicament of like, well, would Starson, Cooper, or Jmart, if they have so much that they're already kind of working on, would this allow you know KTM Gas Gas Husky? Would they double down and then send RJ? Oh, yeah. so there's a lot of pieces that are are trying to get figured out right now. There's dudes that are interested, though. Like, Sexton said he would like to go. AP mm. would love to go no <sighs> matter what. Like, if he can go, he wants to go. <laughs> Dude, he is. Uh, he screams America. Yeah, he'll wear that hey, shirt we, we were talking about this at the races, too. The accent has definitely gotten Dude. thicker in the last three weeks. I, well, I mean, yeah, he's in Florida. He's yeah. down south. That's where. <laughs> That's he, what he said. Oh, hell yeah. I like that. That's Juan, Hamilton. That's I was Hamilton. thinking, like, during his interview, because – my chick's like, does he really sound like that? And I'm thinking back to when you interviewed him in Arlington Supercross. I'm like, no, he, he usually does, <laughs> he does not, not sound like that. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it gets thicker it. whenever it comes. Yeah. Whenever you're in that element, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, I well, I heard on the Pope show, so they um, the French Federation, I guess, did reach out to Frandis, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't know if he wants to do it yet. Oh, obviously he's he's got a lot on his plate right now with the championship. So I would, if I were him, I would obviously just say, hey, let's just w- focus on this right now and worry about that later. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the star thing applies to him too. Yeah, yep. you know, yeah. and France has enough guys over there. You know, they've had years where Marvin didn't go because of his fallout. And you know, Vial's amazing. They have plenty of dudes that are over there that France could could send a team. The Europeans will be fine. As far as that goes, but for Team USA right now, we're in the middle of such a like turnover of yeah. so much going on that it's it's gonna kind of delegate who gets to go and who doesn't get to go. Mm-hmm. But very interesting and very good to hear that the AMA is fully committed because they're committed to the ISDE too. Mm-hmm. That's in Italy around the same time, so they're gonna send teams for that. And then um, if you want a little bit of an update on that FIN split mm-hmm. they've already they did an interview adam wheeler of on track off road did an interview with jorge viegas of the fim he's the fim president and he's already kind of saying like yeah we might find a partner to find a to launch a world supercross championship okay. who knows to what level that would be mm-hmm. uh or if that could even come around at all mm-hmm. but yeah for next year you know that ama thing we put it out in the news break video but it's going to be the same program that we've seen in Supercross for decades. It's, it's the same people running the sh- like running the show. It's mm-hmm. the same officials. It's all the same stuff. It's just going to be only an AMA championship now. Mm-hmm. And they're from a lot of people are like, well, with the FIM out, there's no more WADA. Everybody can do steroids. Everybody. Can <laughs> do no I've heard that. I've heard that it's probably be 30 a, times. Oh yeah, right off the rip. That was everybody's first thing. But. Uh, sounds like the AMA is going to work with USADA, and so you still will be falling under the WADA code at that point. Mm-hmm. 
So it, it really won't be all that different next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's no Gallagher. Dude, for two fifties though, if Star Star can't do it because the move, and some reason RJ can't go, who the hell do we pick? Jalik wants to go. Remember in the show. Oh, Jalik. Okay. Okay. He there said is that was a goal else. of his career. Red. Wow. And Max. Max do you think? Too. Uh, what about? Uh, will Joe go for Japan? That I would be hope sick. so. Yeah. That'd be dope. He'd and this, see, this was something we were. Yeah, the Cowie thing, and then who does Japan have? Like, oh, how many geez. how many guys does Japan have right now, and, like, what's their championship looking like? Akira Narita and freaking, what's the other one? Taka? No, it would be, uh... Would Tamita. Be, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe. After Narita Tamita. retired, I, I don't follow anymore. What about Tomita? Tomita, Tomita. was here Tomita, a few yeah. years ago, yeah. yeah. He was good. good. I had battles with him. Tomita and, uh... God, who's the 400 guy? Um, the champion. Yamamoto? Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Kei Yamamoto. Yeah. Mm. Kei Yamamoto. Tomita and Joe. Send Swap Moto over there, dude. <laughs> Get all the, super sketchy. It's not the Vet Nations. The Vet Nations? <laughs> the senior designations. <laughs> but, uh, man, that's crazy to think about all that variables going into the USA team. I'd like yeah. to go for Mexico. Puerto Rico. Go for Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, I go for Mexico. I'm half Mexican. Are you? Yeah. Oh, My mother full. She. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About that. that would be sick. It's just Ronnie's just so damn white. Dude, he's white <laughs> as hell, man. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap this up because okay. this is taking a little detour. But, uh, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll chat at you after Southwick, right? Yeah. Yep. Next weekend. AlexRay.co. Swipe up. AlexRay.co. SwipeOutOfLive.co. Um, dot com. Yeah. <laughs> I do have some new sketchy merch coming. Get two new now. I need the sketchy two new stickers. Shirts. Okay. Not the sketchy right. AF, yeah. just the sketchy. Okay, I got that for you. All right, all right, all right. Guys, thanks for listening to the uh, Pro Taper Kickstart podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.